what fresh hell is this? This is the Cigar Tipsters Podcast. <clears throat> I have the, uh, the Voodoo Priest. It's uh, a new one by the, the guys at Famous Smoke Shop. It is uh, a little Connecticut-wrapped uh, fellow. It's pretty good. This is... This is the third, no, fourth one I've smoked. He sent me a five-pack. I'm almost out. He can send me more. Uh, they're pretty good then, huh? Yeah, they're, you know, for Connecticut, they're actually rather good. Yeah, I'm surprised to hear that you're you're digging on a Connecticut. That's not really your forte usually. Yeah, I have, like, maybe four, four or five Connecticut's that I enjoy at any given time, so it's a rare rare find for sure. Nice. And you said it was a, from a shop where? It's a famous smoke shop. They, they have a an actual retail space, but they're big in the online uh, deal too. It's famoussmokeshop.com. And <clears throat> segue, if you spend uh, $75 or more at famoussmokeshop.com, promo code FREESHIPCT We'll get you free shipping. That's awesome. Uh, ben, what are you smoking on? Um, I have the New World AJ Fernandez Connecticut. Um, I actually thought for tonight's theme, if unfortunately I don't get a chance, but uh, because I see an uprising just in general of Connecticut shade, the new Padron de Maso, the uh, uh, what? Uh, the new one by my father, the H2KCT. I just see different cigars coming up as Connecticut Shade, and so I decided, well, I'll just see what all the hubbub's about. So I grabbed a New World AJ Fernandez Bellicoso. I think it's a San Andreas binder. It's got uh, a Brazilian filler and then a, a Connecticut Shade wrapper. It's very good, very tasty. I've heard a lot about those uh, New World. Cigars by AJ Fernandez. I haven't had a chance to get one yet, but um, yeah, I've seen a lot of the uh, the online blogs and such. Seem to appreciate them. Yeah, uh, not a very expensive smoke, but it's really really good. I, I think Senior just very recently smoked that, like at Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah, um, Junior had gifted me a uh, five pack during Christmas, uh, and it included two of those, and both were excellent smokes. Really enjoyed them. You know, it's interesting, um, I don't know, and and you guys, correct me if I'm wrong here, but um, A.J. Fernandez, to me, has been at least, uh, I don't know, at least a year ago, has been kind of like a, a C-lister. Like, to me, he was he was one of those guys who would make cigars that, I, in my opinion, were, were catering to, like, the the online client who didn't know anything about cigars and who you know, just wanted something that was four or five bucks, but... Uh, otherwise known as a Gurkha smoker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was AJ, AJ Fernandez was right up there with Gurkha, and then uh, but in the last, I don't know, six months or eight months, I feel like I've been seeing a lot about AJ Fernandez, and it's always in a really positive light, so maybe you know, maybe he's kind of going away from those online, just cheap as something with a cool band and that, you know, is cheap to, to real cigars that are meant to, you know, target the, the aficionado. Well, I know Senior also, Senior's a huge fan of their uh, San Latano line, uh, the Oval and the Oval Maduro. I know he's big, big into those. Oh, yeah. 
I will say that those are ones to go. You're right about that. Uh, even even with my old opinion of AJ Fernandez, the uh, the San uh, Latano, um, the ovals were incredible. But other than that, I don't know if I have saw much by him that I appreciated until recently. Who else? Um, Who else? What? So I um, go ahead, senior. Do you got do you got something lit up? Oh well, I'm gonna take one of Junior's terms there. I've got a rare find tonight. It's a Nicaraguan Maduro uh, called a Mr. B. <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> for cigars out here on the Oh, and apparently Senior had a stroke in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought maybe he was attacked by a robot alien. <laughs> I think what do I put? There you are. Yeah, senior was a uh, for anybody who's curious is driving, so he he'll probably be popping in and out as this this thing goes on here. Well, while while senior's looking for uh, some signal, I can step in here. I'm smoking a classic. Um, I've actually got the original Romeo and Julieta um, in the the 1875. Um, and you know, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's better than a turd, and it's it's not as good as a a good cigar. Um, so I don't know. I'd, I'd give it like a six out of ten. But but truthfully, this is one of those classic cigars that I kind of feel like is a rite of passage. You know, like if you're gonna say that you are a cigar smoker, you should probably grab one of these old school Romeo and Juliets or one of the I don't know what are some of those old other old school cigars like Macanudos or something like that, and you probably, you know, put your time in with some of the, with some of those cigars just so you know what. The, the in- yeah, just so you know where the industry came from, I guess. I don't know. Does it taste anything like a dinosaur farting through your grandmother's dentures? <laughs> it's a little, a little bit, a little bit better than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and God, I don't remember what episode that is a reference from, but. Oh, that somebody- was a- We'll look that up and let me know. Uh, before before we get too far into this, I, and before I forget to say this, I want to throw a shout out to uh, Sirius Cigars in Houston, Texas, specifically their uh, JFK location. Uh, had a good time there last Sunday, I believe it was. And thank you to John on Twitter for the recommendation, aka the future mayor of Houston, Texas. Uh, Great selection, good prices. Is, is that that must be John Dent? Correct. JD. Uh, yeah, HN underscore JAD on Twitter is his handle. Uh, he's a good man. Yeah, he's uh, he's also uh, a crazy bastard for organizing that uh, Super Bowl pool because that is a lot of shit to put up with. <laughs> yeah, what a cool idea though. I. I uh... I'm really, I mean, I think I'm going to try to run my own next year just because it's such a neat idea. Yeah, I've got, I think, five squares in it. And, and, you know, while we're on that subject, you know, we are two days away from the Super Bowl. So, uh, Ben, starting with you, your your pick, who's going to win? I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be a time. I don't know. Um. I don't really have no idea because I feel it's good defense and offense, and so I don't know. I'm just going to see where it rides out. 
Do you do you know who's in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. That it's, sounded like an I don't know who's in it. Yes, okay. <laughs> okay, no, well, I'm, I'm going to go out on a... I'm gonna that was an awful answer, Ben. Your answer was um, so ambiguous. I, your, your, <laughs> essentially, your answer was there's yeah. going to be some, uh, some, fo- some football happening and uh, good things and bad things and some points. And I'm going I'm to cheer for the team that's, that's – yeah, that, that's my favorite team. <laughs> Honestly, one of them is going to win, and I'm just going to cheer for that one. So I think, I think we're on a good streak here. You know, I mean, you got two guys, two teams, and they're on the field, and I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go slightly oh, farther on the list and say Panthers. Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, He's coming Brett out of retirement. He is, Brett Favre. Yeah, I have to agree with you, Junior. Um, you know, I think the Panthers are going to win. I, I really kind of hope that the Broncos do, though, because uh, I really I like Peyton Manning. Um, I think he's a respectable guy, and I'd like to see him end his career with a, a Super Bowl victory. Now, if you would, if you'd like a less specific answer, there's probably going to be a touch, a touchdown, maybe a field goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's probably going to be a penalty. Oh. Shit's going to go back. I, I hope someone throws the ball to someone else, and then yeah, <laughs> home run. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, another quick shout-out to the folks at, uh, I'm not entirely sure how they say this, so I'm just going to take a shot at it, M. Bombay Cigars. They sent us some cigars to review. I've got the Habano in the Corona size laying around. I smoked one yesterday. Pretty good. And we'll have a an official fancy review on that here in a couple of weeks, so be looking for that. Also, we'll have a aging room Quattro. Uh, God, I want to say F55. Uh, we'll also be reviewing that. That'll drop February 15th. Uh, when this airs, the contest will be over, so I'm not going to mention that part. Uh, oh, a contest, you say? Oh, you said don't mention you mean it. The Super okay. Bowl? <laughs> I want to know yeah, who's doing the fancy review. Are we hiring somebody or what? Uh, I'm I'm gonna step up my game a little bit. <clears throat> but, uh, I, I didn't know we had anybody that was that qualified. We we don't. <laughs> Sand bowl. If Ben if Ben did the review, I think it would be like, yeah, this cigar tastes like cigar and smoke and it's on fire. <laughs> it's, it's burning. It's got this cool little band on it. Uh, it's, it's, out. it's like a yeah. it's like a cigarette, but not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh lord. Uh, some interesting news. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks now, but uh, Sam Lasia is taking his uh, taking his ball and going home. He's leaving General. Uh, mm. I think a lot of us were surprised uh, a couple of years. Well, it's not even been that long ago. About a year ago when General bought Lasia, and uh, personally, I'm kind of happy to see Lasia take his brands and leave. I, I think General would have been detrimental to him in the end. Well, I That's... think he kind of longed for the ride with Tarano, uh in the initial buyout, and 
I think he still always wanted to to keep his line going. So I'm like you. I'm I'm hoping that he goes and comes out strong with some, some new. Yeah, I think the to me when whenever I hear about you know one of the little guys get purchased up by uh, by General or one of the other large uh, cigar monsters, I always I always think it's it's kind of like one of those instances where big money meets a true artist. You know, like the the artist wants to to make the best cigar and do something special and do it right, but the the big money, the corporation side of things, you know, they want to pinch pennies, and so it's really kind of a conflict of interest. And I'm personally, I'm glad to see that Sam Lucia is, is going solo again, um, because he is an artist, and I think his cigars, you know, we don't we, we don't want anyone messing with what he's doing because he's doing some really good stuff. Do so you think just general cigar trying to? cut the quality and mass produce it to, to, to look at their bottom line, cut into his artistry, craftsmanship, and quality. And he's like, well, I want to do this right. And they're like, well, we need, you know, we need quantity. And so that quality versus quantity, maybe that's why recently he's like, you know what, this just isn't working out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that's the case, but I know with La Gloria Cubana, I mean, they shit, they shit tanked that brand. It was That was the cigar. That was the the most popular cigar in, in what like the mid '90s, and then General Cigar bought him up, and over time, you know, it went from a triple cap down to a double cap. Uh, the rollers, instead of doing 100 a day, they had to do 200 a day. They started even they started even asking, um, uh, damn it, EP Carrillo. Uh, they started asking uh, Carrillo to change his blend, use this tobacco instead of this one. It's a little bit cheaper. Uh, it's all Nicaraguan, why does it matter, you know, and it's just one of those things where, and I'm not saying that's always the case, and I'm not saying that General Cigar is some monster who ruins ruins the cigar industry or anything like that, but... But they are. <laughs> well, they might be, you know, I mean, for those for those guys like us who really do do this for, I mean, it's it's for the, the nuances, it's for the taste, it's for the uniqueness, um, I mean, we don't care about big corporation. We want we want guys like Sam Lucia and E.P. Carrillo out there making the best they can despite the fact that it might not look cool or despite the fact that it might not be the most profitable. I don't know if I'm making sense or not, but... Uh, it, it makes perfect sense to me. I mean, you, you mentioned La Gloria Cubana and, uh, you know, they kind of did the same thing to CAO. CAO's not the respected brand that it used to be. Exactly. Uh... And didn't wasn't there another thing with Carrillo, the Carrillo situation where they stopped him from triple capping? Yeah, yep. They used to triple cap, and then uh, they cost too much, so then they told him not to. Yeah, that that's just sad. Well, not to get too much off topic, but the EP name has been thrown out a couple of times, and one of the things Mark picked up while he was in Houston was some of the short run 2015s had a chance to try those? No. Uh, the, the, there's four of them sitting out in the humidor right now and just haven't had a chance to actually smoke one yet. But when, it was actually, that was the first shop I've actually seen the, the 2015 short run in, so uh, definitely had to pick some up. Uh, personally, I was a big fan of the 2014 short run, so hopefully, hopefully they're good. They're much... To much to my happiness, they're much, much, much smaller than the uh, 2014 short run. 
So. Oh, good. Yeah, I was going to ask you that if they were the because the the 2014 was based on the inch, so yeah. it's the fatties. These are uh, I think the ones I got were Coronas, and I think there was a Robusto. Nice. Maybe maybe one other size in it. But oh, so uh, that's, yeah, that's great. I'm gonna have to look into that because. EP Carrillo plus Corona. I mean, that's that's like my heaven. So, and they they got a nice real dark uh, Maduro wrapper on there. They're actually they're lovely just to sit and look at. But I got to get around to smoking them one of these days. And it's <laughs> speaking of new things. It, it's been ages since we've done this. So. Uh, Kirk or Ben or anybody, uh, any anything new you smoked or anything earth-shattering you've discovered since the last time we convened? No. <laughs> uh, All right, Ben. Ben, while you formulate your your articulate thought there, <laughs> the, uh, the, the cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk real quick about something that I'm kind of just getting into the first time, and um, it's a it's a cigar club in Minnesota here, and it kind of started on Facebook, but um, it's it's been quite quite the experience. I mean, the the group started with I think 60 people, and now they're up to almost 200, and they're all Minnesotans. And the real neat part here is that. You know, it's gotten to a point where you can say, hey, I'm smoking at this shop, or hey, I'm going to have a few guys over for a bonfire or whatever, and then you get you get these guys showing up to your house, or you meet them at a cigar shop somewhere, and it's it's you're meeting them for the first time. And, you know, so far I've probably met up with maybe 30 or 40 guys at different events, and um, it's been great. I mean, it's it's fascinating to me how you can take guys from all walks of life People you've never met before, you, you don't know anything about them, but you sit down and you light a cigar, and all of a sudden you've got a buddy. And these guys, it goes beyond that. You know, they uh, they send you, they want you to try what they like, so that you know they you meet a guy for the first time and he gives you a cigar uh, just out of nowhere, or you know shares a beer with you, or whatever the case is. So it kind of goes back to that brotherhood uh, thing that we talk about all the time, I guess, where you know cigar smokers, they just we're, we're brothers of the leaf, to, to, to use that kind of corny phrase, but uh, I, I've really appreciated that. So if anyone has an opportunity to, you know, seek out a group like that in their community, I'd really recommend it because I've gotten a lot from that group. Yeah, and I think there's enough smokers in all the various regions that, you know, you could start a Tennessee Cigar Club or an Alabama Cigar Club or whatever. I mean, I think I think there's enough of us out there looking for places to smoke that – we could replicate your success. I would think so. I mean, in, in Huntsville alone, or even in in uh, Gunnersville, I mean, give a location that that's cigar friendly. Uh, you know, you can even offer to to pick up the first round of cigars or whatever, and see where it goes from there. And I, you know, I'd be shocked if people don't show up and then you don't make some friends. Just just don't go to Vintage Wine and Cigar. At the mall, <laughs> that place is a shithole. Uh, poor Nick. Why, why are you being so mean to Nick? <laughs> He's a dick. That's why. Well, well, that's true. And that rhymes, you know, Nick. Dick. Nick, Nick the dick. Yeah, that's true. 
I, I, you know, honestly, the shop is gorgeous, but my biggest problem with him is I, I don't want to smoke somewhere where I have to pay to smoke. Yep. I mean, my, my cigar purchase should be my ticket into your lounge, not another $10 for the fucking day. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. And he treats everyone, mention, treats everyone like a criminal. Yeah, not to mention they tried to at one point pass off uh, plume, at, or excuse me, mold as plume. That's the worst. Oh, yeah. And any anybody with half a brain could tell you it was mold just by looking at it, but... Which is a good point. Let's let's segue onto that real quick. I do want to say something that uh, <clears throat> that I think everyone should hear, and then if you disagree, please let me know. But I would argue that every cigar smoker and every cigar shop owner has encountered some form of mold on their cigars. And I want to clarify here that most mold, or at least some mold, it's not a problem. You you can wipe it off and if it if it wipes off and it doesn't leave uh, a hole in your cigar or doesn't appear to be damaging the cigar then no 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 uh, harm done would you would you would you guys agree with that that a lot of mold you can just wipe off and it's it's over with yeah the the vast majority of it you know it's just on the wrapper or in some cases it's just on the plastic outside the wrapper i mean it i i've never really encountered what I would call a truly moldy cigar, like it was molded through or molded halfway through or whatever the case might be. Right. Yeah, I, I, I guess I should... I, that's, yeah. So I was just going to clarify that um, I'm talking about, you know, just a, 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 you pick up a cigar and there's a spot or two on it. I'm not talking about you pick it up and it looks like a science experiment. You know, that that's probably gone, but... You know, a lot of times, even even in really nice shops with really knowledgeable owners, you know, it, it happens. You know, it can happen overnight where a cigar grows a little spot of mold. And if you wipe it off with your finger and it's gone, then I'd say no harm. Brett Favre. <laughs> Ken Ball. Ken Ball. Then go for it. <laughs> yeah, and and... Senior, you screwed up my segue earlier, but we were <laughs> you're welcome. We, we were talking about general cigar and their effect on the cigar industry. And Ben sent me an interesting article earlier today where the Cohiba, the the true Cuban Cohiba, is fighting General Cigar for the U.S. trademark on the name Cohiba, uh, and it went to the Supreme Court. And basically, the Supreme Court said that despite the embargo, you know, we're going to let you fight for your name because General and their Dominican Cohibas have probably, quite frankly, done a lot to damage the Cohiba name in the United States. Yeah, it says here, uh, due to the U.S. trade embargo with Cuba, Cuba Tobacco cannot sell its Cohiba cigars in the U.S. Um, while they're sold worldwide and in Cuba. So they can sell them like you know, the UK and stuff like that, but not in the US. So uh, the General Cigar sells its Dominican Republic-produced Cohiba, like the Red Dot and all that, uh, in the US. So uh, yeah, the argument is whether the Cuban company has the right to challenge General Cigar's trademark by uh, the embargo, as reported at the... Uh, 
give it to, I mean, you know, if Cuba started that brand, I think they should have the rights and trademarks to that name. You know, I I would have to side with them on that. I think, you know, you came up with the name, it's yours, and uh, just because there's an embargo, you can't sell it here, doesn't mean that it's not, you didn't start the name. You know, Castro started it all, so I'd have to sign. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with you on that. I mean, every, everybody, I I don't know what the average U.S.-based cigar smoker thinks of what what we call Cohibas. I mean, do they do they think they're Cubans? Do they think they're knockoffs? Do they think they're fakes? You know, where I mean, truthfully, I've had a few of them. They're all right. They're nothing special. I've never had the the Cuban version of a Cohiba, but it just uh, I could I think, see I think where they a, want to fight. This is a two, right, and this is a two part topic. So I mean, when when they did the Cuban embargo, it wasn't just on the import of cigars. That you know, we had that that conflict, and we were trying to tell Cuba to go fuck itself. And so you know, we it wasn't just it was goods from them, not just cigars. And so, okay, so based on that argument, we couldn't import their Cohiba brand cigars. Um, and to that end, I mean, and this is something that, you know, any novice cigar smoker is like, well, once they lift the embargo, Cuba, Cohibas, the actual Cohibas are going to come here, and it's going to be just fucking fantastic top quality. And I don't think it's going to be that way anymore. I think so much good product has come out of the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, and other parts of the world. And because the Cuban industry is so stifled. So, and even if you got an actual Cohiba from there, I don't think the quality is going to be what it was with people maybe who smoked them in the 90s during the cigar boom or late, you know, in the 80s. That type of quality, I don't think anymore. You know, so it's going to be fat, I believe. You know, they got a lot of catching up to do if they want to regain that type of quality if they can, and that's a whole industry change to really get that quality that Nicaragua and Dominican Republic have increased over time. They're, they've, they've upped their A-game. So, uh, to me, it seems like that they would be a lot more concerned about the uh, counterfeit Cohibas. I mean, that's got to be the most counterfeited cigar out there, is the Cohiba. By miles. You go anywhere outside of the U.S. or down in the Keys, somewhere like that in the U.S., and, you know, they're, they're selling Cohibas, Cuban Cohibas, knowing that they're fake. And so it seems like that would be where their, their interest was more than just, you know, the name and trying to fight the Dominican Cohiba. Well, and I've seen literally hundreds of times the 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 little cheat sheet on how to tell a you know a fake Cohiba from a real Cohiba you know the the differences in the bands. Yep. If, That's if the majority of tourists who go down there, you know, they don't care. You know, they just want to say, oh, I got a. They don't care. Yeah, I want a quote unquote Cuban cigar. You know, I want to I want to come home and impress some jackass who doesn't know anything. I'm I'm pretty sure Ben is. Dying or something. <laughs> another, <laughs> another alien robot. Yeah, yeah, you're you're stroking out over there. Response. So um, well, well, Ben, well, Ben joins us again here. I was just going to comment that I think the uh, the General Cigars, Cohiba, and the uh, 
Cuban Cohiba conflict has actually been going on for years. I think Cuban Cohiba has sued, I want to say, a half dozen times at least, and they've always lost because of that embargo. And I think the new information here is the, the likelihood that the Cuban embargo will be lifted in the next, I don't know, near future, we'll just say. And so I think that might be the new information that's maybe altering the way our courts look at it. But everything prior to this, I've heard this number of times that Cuban Cohiba is, is suing for the, the copyright or the name right, and they're, they're, they're always losing. So this, this must be new because of the embargo being lifted in the near term. And where yeah. exactly the Supreme Court come in? It's a Cuban Cohiba and a Dominican oh. Cohiba. All right, we, we've we've done thirty-seven minutes. I think I think we're all right here. Anybody got any? And I should probably uh, I should probably actually let me unmute Senior so in case he has something to say. She <laughs> thinks you sounded so bored. I, mean, I heard I you sound like Jesus Christ. We're done with this. Unmuted. Uh, yeah, he's probably been over there spilling his guts. Probably radio fucking gold for the last ten minutes, and we ain't heard a word of it. Oh, gee, thanks, guys. <laughs> Feel the love tonight. Well, I gotta get some of that. Get a fucking word to <laughs> The alien robots are cutting off this signal. It, it was all over that Segway, wasn't it? That's why. It was. I, I told you, quit pissing me off. But, uh, anybody well, you know what it is. Ken Ball sent one to her parents because he's a son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's uh, he's raping my bandwidth right now. I'm pretty That's sure. Wow, these fuckers and their data. Yeah, we'll we'll never have a clear podcast again, thanks to him. So, uh, anybody got anything they they want to close on here? Any questions, comments, viewpoints, and or concerns? Uh, yeah, Junior, who are you voting for the Super Bowl? Uh, did you say voting for or in the Super Bowl? Who are you uh, cheering for? for? Oh, the, the Panthers. All right. <laughs> this is this is the biggest goat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you tell we're out of practice? Dude, yeah. I, am I breaking up as much as uh, Ben and Senior? No, you're you're you and me are actually like dead on. I'm not sure what's happening with the other two. <laughs> Okay. Okay, fine. Y'all just do the podcast. We'll sit back and listen. <laughs> Wait, was that senior? Did I forget to mute him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you missed the mute button that time. Damn it. Senior, get back in the basement. <laughs> what, what was that hey, line I'm... from that movie? It, it pushed the lotion on its skin. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, Hannibal. Yeah, it gets the hose again. <clears throat> Yeah, now you want to call it a day when I'm getting close to Memphis where I got a decent signal. Oh, but hell, by all means, talk. <laughs> I'm just talking. I've been talking for the last hour. I just <laughs> muted out. Well, you know, I had really good timing because every time I'd unmute you, you'd just pop in, say something, and then we just drop you back. It's actually because I hadn't stopped talking. You were just picking up bits and pieces. Yeah, I just it just happened that I timed it right and picked up like you actually made sense. <laughs> it's like that's correct. Wow, we stopped listening. Quick. I agree. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, good lord. That's like when my wife talks. I can tune out for like 10 minutes at a time and then look back at her again and it's just keep going. Just just, all you got to do is nod and say yes. Yep. Oh, good point, senior. Good point. Thanks. <laughs> Occasionally, if you haven't been listening for a really long time, just look at her and be like, have you lost weight? <laughs> she's pouring her heart out to you, telling you that she's she's gonna leave you and take the dog. You're like, you know, you, you look good. Did you do something with your hair this morning? Like you're completely ignoring. Her. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, what was it like being a Dumb and Dumber? I'm always over there. He's like, and he goes, I don't know. My girlfriend, she keeps bitching at me. Like I don't mention to her enough. I don't know. I wasn't really listening. Or it's like <laughs> I don't really listen. I was really thinking. That's the problem. Oh lordy! Well, uh, to to the two point five people that listen to this, this has been the Cigar Tipsters podcast. Uh, we thank you to join. Blah blah blah. God damn it, Joe! Wow, that's like way off the cloud. Yeah, really. Did, did, you, did you? Are we recording this? Has this been going recording? Yeah, uh, it never stopped recording. I didn't hear you introduce anything. I thought I was waiting to start the podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, this, this, this is the podcast of blah, blah, blah. And well, it went right into it. Nobody yeah. knows that anymore. As good as it went, uh, we, we should probably just start now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, put, let's put Ben Ben and Senior, you guys need to mute your mics, and then uh, <laughs> if, if, we, if we need something, we'll... Um, We'll tap our foot or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll address you directly. <laughs> well, if it's about the Super Bowl, your man. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's like, he's like, he's like a senile John Madden. He's just sitting there. Football. Yeah. Got your cigar right here. You got your lighter right here. Boom! You light it up. <laughs> <Just light. laughs> Boom! You light it up. Smoke comes out. Yeah, don't down. Yeah. Hey, Junior. Junior, you mentioned our uh, our 2.5 listeners. That reminded me. Um, I thought I should say uh, hi, mom. Oh God. Yeah, I was gonna say, did somebody quit on us? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say hi to my Who's mom. Thanks for thanks for listening. <laughs> Ken Ball. Who's the midget? The you said there's two and a half people. Who's the half? Is, it, is there a midget? Ken Ball. He's well, the, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't count Ken Ball as an entire person. He's not half the man he thinks he is. <laughs> that way. Uh, well, well, you know what, Ben? He got that goddamn TV and all those cigars. So he's doing <laughs> a lot better than you. <laughs> I know. Stole his grandmother's Amex card and went in there and bought all that shit. Stole it from the candy jar with Werther's Originals and a and a key to a Volkswagen Scirocco and some <laughs> clothespins in there. They made parts stolen. Went and bought all that shit. <laughs> Just charged it. Has a key to a Volkswagen Scirocco. <laughs> nice, uh, nice Family Guy reference, by the way. Whatever the fuck old people have in the candy jar that they don't use anymore. <laughs> I don't even know what a Volkswagen Scirocco is. <laughs> the oldest car on earth. Yeah, I mean, apparently I'm I'm much too young. It's the most to bitter. 
Sí. Because <laughs> they were Volkswagen was, I don't know, big back during the war. Yeah, like 1941. Yeah. 41, 42, somewhere. And uh, cigars, it's still burning. What cigar? Yeah, you know, your, your cigars are they still lit? They, they doing well? Football. <laughs> hey, hey, Ben, Ben, can you, can you hear me? Sure. Ben, can you hear me? Okay, so Ben, check it out. I don't know why why this is, but can you imagine trying to talk to somebody as they're riding a Ferris wheel? That's what it sounds like when you talk. <laughs> You're like. It's like you're right, you're right next to me, and then all of a sudden, like you're 60 feet away, and then you're next to me again, and then 60 feet away. <laughs> so trying to trying to trying to follow your like long sentences is nearly impossible because I'm plugging in like 10 words at a time, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. I'd apologize, but it's too goddamn funny. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually going to have to edit this one. I'm afraid. Oh. oh, senior! Whatever you just said, you were muted, so you might want to repeat it. <laughs> well, well, I mute me. I was going to ask: Has anybody tried or seen this crap going around where they're actually running water over the cigar before they light it and smoke it? I have not. I, I remember seeing something about a wet cigar, but that was it. I just thought it was some Bill Clinton sexual thing. Yeah. <laughs> That worked. Now, I saw something on Facebook, one of the uh, cigar websites, and they were talking about it, and some of them had supposedly tried it. I would think it would be damn near impossible to smoke. Senior, uh, what's, what's the point? What are they trying to do? I don't know. I didn't really go in-depth to the article. I thought maybe one of you guys did and could clue me in. I just... You know, I saw them running water over the cigar before they started smoking it, and I'm like, no. I thought it was just a prank, but then I saw somebody else had done it. So, that would be that would be kind of funny, actually, if we, if we started the rumor that that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, what's, what's the benefit of running the water over? I have no clue. I have no clue, unless it's something... Something along the lines of between smoking a cigar and vaping or some something of that nature. I don't know. Yeah, to Junior's point. To Junior's point, I, I mean, I'd imagine it would not burn very well. Well, I don't shut think the door. getting the water on anything but the, the wrapper for the most part. So the inside of it still should be... Huh. Burnable. I don't Actually, know. I wouldn't mind just taking some cheap cigar, like some $5 stick or whatever, and see what happens. Let us know, man. There's your homework, Ben. You can report back to us on that. I will. Unless I'm muted and somebody hits me again. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And this has been another fabulous Cigar Tip Street podcast. <laughs> yeah. One thing for sure, you can tell we hadn't done this in a while. Yeah, well, I, and y'all fucked me up. I didn't even close the show earlier, so 
without any uh, further fuck-ups, uh, this has been the Cigar Tipsters Podcast. Uh, we'll see you next time, February 19th. Mark Hall will be here with us. Uh, Omaha. This has been a giant taco. Taco. taco third, clusterfuck something. I don't know. Anyway, uh, on to the next one. Blue bar. <laughs> if this was a marathon, we would have all fallen down off the rim. We would have never finished. <laughs> yeah, they're never going to hire us for the uh, for the Jerry Lewis telethon because that should be over in five minutes. Uh. Special Olympics of podcasts. So <laughs> 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 <a> better. <laughs> we all. Uh, we'd probably lose a fortune because they say, "Look, those people really need some help. We got to get them some money." Yeah, we we've recorded now for fifty minutes. I figure I can get like uh, twenty, maybe twenty six actual minutes out of that. I bet the only the only good stuff you got, Mark, was the little uh, pitches you did for those uh those companies you're trying to sponsor. <laughs> That's the only part. <laughs> I leave the Ferris wheel comment on there. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so Ben's on a Ferris wheel, and Senior. It actually sounds. What is it? I don't know. There's there's a constant like uh, gravel noise, I guess, coming from your end. He, he's uh, driving down because, the road. Uh, yeah, it might be because I'm driving. Oh, I know, I know. I, I I'm just you know some time, of us, but... some of us don't have those type jobs that you get to go home in the afternoon and. You know, enjoy being with the wife and kick back, you know. Well, if, if only your son would schedule these things at times where you're actually available. That would be something, wouldn't it? Well, I should have been. I, I should have been done by about 5, 6 o'clock this afternoon, but I got delayed in Murfreesboro, so. Okay. Now I've got to go all the way to Marion, Arkansas with this one before I shut it down tonight. Uh, ben, ben tried to say something, but the Ferris wheel was at the top. It was at the top, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was saying, you know, I'm in Murfreesboro, so, you know, in Murfreesboro, and that's all I got. <laughs> okay. I didn't have anything <laughs> all else. I heard, all I heard was Murfreesboro twice. Yeah, I think he's got Tourette's now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're going to have Tourette's, say something better than that. Yeah, two Murfreesboro and a fuck in the middle. <laughs> I, I'm edit, editing this into a cohesive something that makes sense. I, I don't Good know luck. how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> what, you're going to have to steal from another podcast from someone else and splice it in here. <laughs> Better yeah. to crack this one and just try it again next Friday. Yeah, I'll, maybe. Yeah. Why? Uh, it, it'll be like, yeah, like all of a sudden you'll be listening to it and there'll be like excerpts from episode twelve just shoved in there. <laughs> that couldn't make it. Couldn't make a damn bit of sense. But <clears throat> how's your? Uh, how's your? Was it a voodoo, Mark? Is that what you're smoking? They're they're actually pretty good. Uh, like I said, for Connecticut, that they're they're decent. Is it super mild, or is there some spice, or what's special about it? It, it? No, there's quite a bit of spice. That's what I actually like about it. Yeah. And it's it's a small cigar. It's a small Corona, so it's you know, 40, 45 minutes to an hour. 
Yeah, exactly. Let's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. The fucking uh, the ice road truckers. <laughs> These shitty roads they got in Memphis. They're horrible. Fuck Memphis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right? Does that make sense? And the worst part about it, I'm fixing to cross into Arkansas to West Memphis. That's worse than Memphis. So, so um, <laughs> Ben, you have to wait till you're back on the bottom before you talk again. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, see how now to Ben and Senior, you're both muted. See how awesome this sounds. This is nice, Mark. It's nice yeah, and clear. Just quiet and tranquil. Hey, that was a big word for me, tranquil. Hey, I was gonna ask, uh, when what was uh, what was your last last box purchase? Oh, that is a good question. Uh, Vicarious Blue. Nice. I've been. Tell me if I'm crazy. You might have to talk me down here, but. I've been, I've, I rarely have like an actual like craving for a cigar, but the Christoph Maduro has been calling my name like crazy, and I've, I'm contemplating buying a box. The the Lancero version or the? Uh, that's a good question. Um, boy, I, I was picture. I guess I was picturing like the uh, the Toro or something, but just the the Christoph Maduro for. And I, I, it's been so long since I've had one, but I just remember it being just a really smooth, good Maduro. Am I, uh, am I remembering that wrong? I remember. I can't speak to that particular size, but I remember the Lancero is fantastic. So, if if they're close to the same blend, then I would say that that's not, that's not far off. I, I haven't had one in a good while either, but that that Lancero was damn good. Yeah, I, I think I've, I've probably gone. A, Six months before, since my last Maduro, so maybe that's probably why I'm looking for a good one. But six months—I don't know. I just—I don't have any in the box. I don't know what's your, going on. Your vagina hurting or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you must know. <laughs> <laughs> you need us to uh, chip in on some tampons or something. Yeah, I got the—I got the Zika virus all up in there. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a lot of Imperiosa in the humidor. You can send that to me. Yeah. Yeah, Senior uh, hates a lot of Imperiosa. <laughs> What's that? I said you hate that one. Yeah, that's why I said you can send it to him. <laughs> oh, you, you tried the La Imperiosa and you didn't care for it, huh? Oh, that, wait, because you... I like it. Oh. Did you have burn issues, or what was it? Uh, truthfully, it's been so long since I smoked it. I don't even remember. I got two of them, smoked one, and just tossed the other one in the humidor and hadn't touched it. Did you my, get that? Out, did you get that based on my recommendation? Uh, no, yeah. We, <laughs> the re I had it too. The reason I had it was because it was the, the those cartel fuckers were going nuts over it. Yeah. But to me, I didn't I didn't see the hype when I smoked it. I'm like. I didn't get any flavor out of it, basically. Now, maybe it was something about me on that particular day that I smoked it or whatever. I probably need to smoke it again, but, yeah. I... 
To me, it was bland. So, senior, hypothetical. Sorry, I know I'm bad enough. If you could choose a or a Kentucky fire cured. Well, well, yeah, I'd smoke that before I'd smoke the Kentucky fire cured, for sure. I'd almost smoke a dog turd before that one, but... That's fun. Yeah, hey, Mark, uh... You'll laugh at this for uh, for John Dent's Super Bowl thing, whatever it's called. I sent one of one of the cigars I sent was a Kentucky Fire Cured. <laughs> if I win and I end up with that, I'm sending it back to you. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Keep it. Insist. I got. No, uh, I'll send it to Tim. He loves them for some fucking reason. Yeah. Uh, Tim Tim gave it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, a 12 out of 10. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> he smoked several of them up there at the last Chattanooga tweet up. Oh, stinky. Yeah, exactly. Which, those are another one of those cigars that it's a love-hate thing. You either love them or hate them. There's not many people with, yeah, it's okay. No, you either love it or you hate it. True. Hey, I got a challenge for the, the junior and senior, and Ben, if you make it too. If you guys go to the tweet up next year, you should all smoke the uh, what is it called? The Tatiana Groovy Blues. Oh God, no! <laughs> Come on, walk around with the Groovy Blues. That'd be hilarious. I've never smoked it, but I've smelled it. Oh, it smells so good. I mean, it'll like it's like potpourri. It's delicious smelling. Well, that's a, what was a Tatiana or something like that? But you talked me into trying that time. It smells like grapes. Yeah, it smells like great bubble gum. Yeah. I'd rather have a villager. <laughs> Poor villager. They're machine made horse shit. <clears throat> well, no, don't they actually have like hand rolled long filler cigars also? They, they do now. Do? Yeah. Now. Yeah, they have two. They're, they're trying hard to be something more than what they are and. They're going to fail. I'm almost positive. The the only thing that Villiger had going for him was that big-titted Polynesian girl that <laughs> was, was repping him. I was that's what they did have going for him. <sighs> Why can't she use her tits to promote something else, something better? Breast cats are awareness. You know, I... <laughs> just breast awareness. <laughs> <laughs> You know, she she could have came up there and taught us all how to, you know, give a proper breast exam. Speaking of companies that need to stay in their lane, you guys remember when Zycar came out with their cigar? Yeah, that yeah. Thing. no, I don't. Yeah, Zycar had a H. I think it was called HC. Yeah, that that's it, and they're horrible. They yeah, man. You know what's funny is those things. So that I think they only lasted a year, maybe less. Um, I still see them for sale online so and stuff they, like they that. Putters, they can also make cigars. Is that what they thought? Yeah, I was, I was going to say they're they're still floating around. You can still find them if you want to. Yeah, well, that says a lot, I think, because they haven't rolled any new ones in probably two years. But they they can't get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, those are on the bargain basement prices. Yep. Now it's, it's going to get to the point where it's like, hey, buy a $5 lighter and we'll give you a box of cigars. That that would be like Swisher Sweet trying to roll a cigar. Oh, wait. 
<laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, we might we we almost went an entire episode without mentioning that. <laughs> you snuck it in there, you SOB. Yep. Oh, I'm trying to think what else is good and new. I'm still working on my uh, my Frigidor project, kind of on delay because of the uh, winter. But yeah, I was gonna say you must have stalled out on that one. Yeah, it. You know, I. It is a lot of work. I'll just say that. If if any of you guys get the great idea of converting a fridge into a humidor, call me first, and I'll talk you out of it because it's a uh, it's a lot of work. Is it a pain in the ass? Uh, yes, it is. It's uh, well, and it doesn't help that I I'm having to treat this fridge like it's lead-based paint, even though I'm not sure. Um, so having that that possible risk is just slowing everything down further. Um. So I did. I, that, that doesn't go to a point though in an article because they use a fridge if you could still convert it to a humidor. Now I was reading an article how some cheap tricks if you don't actually have like a travel humidor or whatever, see something temporary, you use Ziploc bags. They've used little igloo coolers, uh, things like yep. that. Tupperware. Have you used any of that stuff to store cigars? My father-in-law has used Tupperware for probably 10 years now. Um, and granted, he's not... It works. A, he's not a, yeah, it works fine. I mean, he's not... Well, it's basically airtight. So, I mean, you just get a little bit of moisture in there, um, and it'll keep forever. Honestly, the, the problem with Tupperware is that you actually have to open it to get the... You have to circulate the air, you know? Otherwise, the air goes completely stale. Um, but in terms of keeping your cigars humid, they work just fine. And I've, I've used Ziploc bags quite a bit, uh, mostly because there have been periods where I've had so many fucking cigars I didn't have where to put them. Oh, look at me. I'm junior. I have so many cigars. Don't know what to do. I, I was going to say, there's plenty of room in the humidor over on my boat, Mark. Feel free to restock it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't say it was right now. I just said periods of time. Ah, okay. I'm the... you got a story of Gurkha somewhere. Yeah. I hide those. I'm ashamed of them. You hide them in the trash can, don't you? Yes. Yeah, he's a closet Gurkha smoker. Oh, it's here's a, a here's a good a good uh question for you guys. So I've noticed this lately, and I can't I can't whoa keep it down there, senior. Stay in the lane. Say I can't I can't uh. There's been a lot of Rocky Patel bashing. I don't know if you guys are picking up on that at all, but I mean, Rocky Patel, at least in some of the conversations I've been part of, they're getting thrown in in the same category as Gurkha now, and I don't, I can't, I can't get behind that. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I, I saw this, some of this earlier today. I was there. There was a guy. They they own a shop in Tuscaloosa. That's that's as much as I'll say in terms of who they are, but. He, he he went on like a 27 tweet rant about how Rocky is overrated and he doesn't deserve the ratings against the cigar aficionado and he's just there because of the money and blah 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 this and blah 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 that and I'm just and at some point he actually called them trash, which to me as a as a shop owner and even in our situation as a blog and a podcast and whatever. I'm not going to go out and I'm not going to call anybody's stuff trash. And Rocky's stuff is far from trash. There's there's a ton of Rocky stuff I like. And to to group them 
in the same picture as Gurkha is just rude. And I have everybody else muted. Hold on. Kind of run in cycles, though. Wasn't it uh, just a couple of years ago or three or four years ago that they kind of got on a – Rocky had a little bit of construction issues, maybe, and uh, they kind of got on him at one time. And then his quality came back or something. And it, it uh, seems yeah. like they hopped one brand to the other, deciding to bash them. Alec Bradley would do the same thing when the Prince Auto was released. When it was number one, they had to make so much production, and they did made it so much so fast that the production uh, quality went down. I think that just happens. You're that big in an industry, you're going to have issues at some point. There's just so much to keep up with. So, you know, you can't blame him for doing that. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a marketing genius, and he's, he's just got a large selection, a large line, several lines to keep up with. When you're dealing with that many rollers, that quality control is just just that big. Yeah, I think, Ben, I think that might be part of it for sure. And then, personally, I mean, so when when I think of Rocky Patel, I'd, I'd probably do think about the six or seven cigars from them that I like. But I probably I probably don't even know half of their stuff. And there's a, I think one thing Rocky Patel is shooting themselves in the foot with is the fact that they release five or eight cigars every year. Um and I don't care how good you are at your trade, you probably can't release five quality cigars a year. You know, maybe of those, one or two will actually stick around and be good. So maybe that's Rocky's problem is the fact that they're just releasing too much too fast instead of really focusing on the good ones. Yeah, if he's guilty of anything, it's oversaturating the market. Yeah. few lines which I've never had like the niche niche oh um, none of those are good um, yeah. Zen and all that. Nope. Uh, no Zen Zen was the worst Zen's terrible oh my god it was so bad it, it's like sucking air through a straw and it's not even good flavored air you know it's it was terrible I mean the, the only one of his that was anywhere close to decent was the bold Bold, yeah. What about the was it Nimi D? <laughs> that was pretty terrible too. <laughs> and isn't there another one, the the Thunder? Yeah, well, Thunder is terrible. Yeah, you know, like the style of like Pete Johnson oh. or Illusione, because they they take a long time. They only release a, uh, one or two cigars a year, and they're re and they they really try to put a lot of quality before they release. It's not just a massive quantity. See how many I can pump out this year. It's not a race. You know, I think that's a consistent quality with all their lines. It's more of a crapshoot, just too much to handle. Yeah. Uh, one thing, do you guys, I don't know how much you guys follow Tatuaje, but I cannot keep their cigars straight. I mean, there must. I, I feel like there has to be 30 different Tatuajes out there. Um, and they all have a very similar band. I, just, I don't know. I mean, have you guys noticed this at all? Truthfully, I've only ever smoked one. I thought it was decent, but I, 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 I'm kind of like you. There, there's too many of them. They're too similar. I, I don't necessarily get the hype. Yeah, he he does this thing every year. He releases um, I think he calls it like the Monster Pack, where it's uh, it's yeah, eight. Jekyll I think. And Hyde and something else. Yeah, well, there's the Jekyll and Hyde is actually its own cigar, but the the Monster Pack is really it's eight cigars, I think. 
Um, and they all just have a plain band that says Tatuaje, but the bands are different colors. But then he names them like, you know, it's the Frankenstein and the mummy and other things like that. But um, I, again, I mean, I, I feel like there's this uh, this clan of Tatuaje lovers who just, anything that says Tatuaje, they treat it like it's, you know, gold. And uh, I just, I mean, I don't know. I've had a few of them, and they've never, I guess, been terrible. But I don't know. I guess I, I'm starting to lose interest just because there's so many of them, and, and they all have, they all look the same to me, really. I probably couldn't tell you the difference between this top of the line and, and bottom line either. I don't know. Well, that's another one of those cigars that the Facebook uh, cigar groups just go nuts over. Yeah, that and the, uh, what's the Drew Estate one? Um, uh, oh, Liga, Liga Privada. Yeah, the Liga. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. What was that, Ben? I see people worship those. They have a Liga. They automatically assume it's 100% quality every time. And, I mean, they are good. I've, I've had a few of them, but, yeah, it, you know, they, they have their own profile. Facebook people rip them all the time. Well, I'll say they're good, but are they a $15 stick? And that's what most of your Ligas start at. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, ten. I would argue maybe 10 to 12 at most, but you know, 15, 16, 18, I don't know. That's kind of pushing the limit. But you guys, supply you guys, demand, people will pay it. Do you guys know anything about the feral flying pig? Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. Love them. Well, they're I decent. I don't even understand what is that a Liga? Is that a size of Liga Pravada or is it a special cigar? No, it, it's a Liga. It's a, a special Liga that's got the little twisted pigtail on the end, and it's kind of a, a odd shape. It's short and fat. Okay. Uh, and is I, that the is that the that, same that, thing with the? Don't, uh, what, don't what talk about me like I'm not here. Yeah, short and fat. <laughs> what uh, is that the same, uh, Mark? Is that the same thing with the uh, Ratzilla? Uh, now the Ratzilla is uh, isn't that the little? Now that's the Pappy Fritter. That's the little small cigar. Yeah, the Papa Papa Frita. Papa <laughs> the, pa- the, pa- the Pappy, Pappy Fritter. Fritter. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the hell it is. Can, can you tell he's from the I'm South? Papa's fritters. That's <laughs> one of them you get on a That's one of them. They're pappy fritters. <laughs> Scrambled eggs, a large coffee, and a pappy fritter to go, please. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what I've heard them called before. So you know, I'm, I'm not as eloquent as our northern counterpart up there. You know. <laughs> now, now, how was the proper pronunciation there, uh, Mister Minnesota? I think it's Papa Frita. Papa Frita. That sounds Mexican. You'd have to have a San Andreas wrapper for that. Okay, so what were you saying about the Ratzilla there? Are you, are you being racist? I, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I'm going to order that next time. It'd probably be a Mighty Mouse or something instead of a Ratzilla. Yeah, yeah, one of them there, Mighty Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can really, right now, I can picture, I can picture Ben 
like sh- shit drunk at three in the morning at the Waffle House trying to trying to offer a a pappy fritter. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now the one thing I will say, when I handed one to Mark and told him what it was, he didn't correct me in this pronunciation. He just smoked it. And actually said it was pretty good. Yeah, they are good. Uh, there's a five-pack of them in the humidor. Yeah, I, I will say I have had a Papa Frita, and I, I enjoyed it. I think, to me, what I liked about it was the size, though. Yeah, you're used to holding small things like that. <laughs> it felt like home. <laughs> Do they come in green boxes from McDonald's? Now they're little silver boxes. <laughs> you know, you know that. You got. You know that could actually be a Drew Estate Southern exclusive, the Pappy Fritter. Pappy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, I, I'm copyrighting that right now. Uh, I'm, I'm claiming copyright to that. Better go ahead and do it before the embargo gets you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I have to fight them for the name. Will this have to go to the Supreme Court? Uh, there, there's a lot of things going to the Supreme Court these days, so who knows? You just wait. Hillary Clinton's going to save us all. Yeah, okay. Is that right? She's going to send a massive email. Yeah. Give me the results. Any, uh, any, anyone heard anything new about the, uh, the FDA piece? You know, come to think of it, I have not heard a single word about that. Yeah, I'm not sure what to think. Because it, uh, I mean, it really took the internet by storm, at least for a little bit, and then completely went away. So I don't know if, if that's a sign that the FDA is just doing their thing and regulations will start coming out, or maybe it's a sign that nothing's going to happen. Yeah, I know. Well, I think a few things have come out of it. I think it's a but I think a few, a couple states have changed a few things, a little bit of a tax on cigars from it, but. Exactly what it is, I don't know. Uh, I'm pulling it up on TRA's site. Um, is it still asking for a petition? I thought it was all over. So, yeah, they're, they're still doing petition. It's just a petition website now. It doesn't even give you. It's just petition after petition. Damn, damn it, Ben, just call your congressman. Yeah. Generic email. That <laughs> you can type to them and say, "Dear Senator, go fuck yourself." We listen to every comment you make. We appreciate your response. Please read our comment. But it's just an automated response email. Like his secretary doesn't even read this. It's just, you know. <laughs> Is that, is that it? Are we out of material? No, we were out of material two hours ago. <laughs> the, studio, the studio audience is waiting. Like, do they leave or do they stay? They don't know what to do. 
I'm going to go uh, smoke my pappy further now. <laughs> yeah, we were, that, that, that sounds like a slang for hash or something. <laughs> that would explain a lot, actually. <laughs> well, I never did tell you while I was in my Mr. B that I was smoking tonight. Okay. Anyway, for the 14th time, this has been the Cigar Tipsters Podcast. Good night. <laughs> or good whatever fucking time you're listening to this. And good afternoon, good night, whatever. Nobody knows when the fuck to stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> People would be like, oh, wait a minute, stop really? listening was insinuate that somebody was actually listening to begin with. Well, yeah, uh, good point. Well, goddamn, we didn't even know when it started, so. <laughs> well, you're, you're uh, supposed to be driving the boat here. Hell. I, I'm out of practice, damn it. I uh, heard that. It's been like six months since we did what it is. Hey, I can actually park now. Y'all want to start? <laughs> I'd have to yeah, get another I, cigar. My, actually, my Romeo's almost gone. It's actually quiet now. Well, yeah, I just uh, stopped. Except for... Whatever that rustling sound is, I guess Ben's masturbating or something. <laughs> it sounds like sandpaper, so that would be <laughs> odd. <laughs> oh, crap, I forgot to mute Ben. How's the Mr. B? Ben said, how's the Mr. B? No, you weren't. You just, it was the Ferris wheel effect. No. Uh. It actually, for two ninety nine, it's not a bad smoke. I've whoa, got whoa, one whoa. in the humidor if anybody wants one. Are you smoking a two ninety nine cigar? That's all I could get my hands on tonight. I, I was serious when we were talking about which That was probably during the time that I was muted. But, yeah, it's two ninety nine, Mr. B, Nicaragua, Maduro. It's actually a handmade uh, long filler, so. Huh. I don't know handmade on, it's handmade on the thighs of 65-year-old men. I could have done without that visual. <laughs> Did you get it from JR Cigar? Where'd you get them from? I actually picked it up at a uh, little service station that's got a uh, humidor. Usually they've got, you know, some nubs and couple of arterial fuentes and some stuff like that, and some Romeo and Julietas. Or Julieta, excuse me, don't. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want the Minnesota boy to pop in there. But, Take uh, Mr. B is why they call it Mr. B? Yeah, only thing they had tonight was those the cheapos at Mr. B's. Mr. Ball, Mr. Ken Ball. <laughs> Mr. Oh, this could go downhill real quick. <laughs> hey, it's not the first time you've smoked Ken Ball. Oh. Yeah, he got smoked when he wanted that humidor that Mark's got. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the one thing he didn't walk away with. Anyway, I'm sleepy. I'm going to bed. Yeah, my cigar's about out here. That was a long time ago because I was muted. And... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Ben, you were here during this? 
Hey, Ben's here. What's yeah, up, when, ben? when did you get here? Yeah. It's been a while. Person you because I thought I was muted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, y'all fuckers, uh, do whatever it is you do. Yeah, this was fun. Well, uh, we'll do it again in two weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be parked in two weeks, uh, I promise. We'll do it better in two weeks. Oh, it has Hopefully. to be better. It can't be, can't be worse. <laughs> do we want to pick a type of cigar for the next two weeks or just bring whatever you want? I don't know. You want to go listen to the first couple episodes? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? We could talk with Ison now. What, what the hell are we talking about? For the next oh, episode? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. what? Smoke, smoke whatever you like. Smoke whatever you like. I'm going to bring you a Gurkha. <laughs> I bet. Hey, what's Mark Hall going to smoke? No earthly idea. Probably a... a oh, I was going to say uh, a vicarious, but he's not the vicarious guy. No, he's, up, he's up in that part of the world, but you never know with him. He, he smokes a lot of whatever. Hmm. That was a very nonsensical statement. He smokes <laughs> a lot of whatever. <laughs> Well, that's that's what we are here at Cigar Tipster. We're very uh, accurate and uh, articulate. Cigar Tipster, the king of nonsensical. Is nonsensical even a word? I think so. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm from the south. I wouldn't know. Yeah, happy, happy fritter. fritter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, it's been good. Peace out.